Hello and welcome to Tipsy VP, episode 3rd January 2020. Welcome to the new year, a sh- weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve your social media. Tipsy VP mm-hmm. is brought to you by Virtual Palace Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. This week, this decade's first weekly tipsy. Top 10 social media predictions for 2020. Mm-hmm. 2019 has been a bit of a hit and miss when it comes to social media predictions. Many thought chatbots would be big. We, thought, we talked <laughs> about chatbots, right? But it never really actually took off, really. Mm-hmm. Mainly because people prefer to chat with humans instead of bots. Um, others also thought the pressure on Facebook will lead to the birth of a new social media network strong enough but there are a few around, but none of them are strong enough to replace Facebook, at mm-hmm. least not now. Yep, yep, yep. On the other hand, we are seeing more attention moving into private chat rooms. We are also seeing more adoption on stories than posts on both Facebook and Instagram. And there are also other platforms using, starting to adopt the stories platform like YouTube mm-hmm. and... Yeah, uh, YouTube has their own stories. LinkedIn? Eh? LinkedIn? So, LinkedIn? LinkedIn? No, YouTube. LinkedIn has stories, is it? Uh, no, 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 LinkedIn no, has no, no stories. LinkedIn, no, Facebook got. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Sorry, no, YouTube. YouTube. Not LinkedIn. YouTube. There is another one which I don't remember, but yeah. That's that. And that's it. We, yeah, there has also been an, a rise in employee participation in social accounts. Mm-hmm. So we did talk about the possibility <coughs> of uh, employees of a company participating in social media, which which causes, which which gets people to um, to engage more with brands because mm, okay. of the employees, uh, and that has been working. So that's it. We should still have a look at what's coming in twenty twenty. So here are our top ten to look out for. You want to take the first one? Mm, sure. First one: payments on the rise. Let's start with a low hanging fruit. You all know that global mobile payment war is coming. The only question is who will win in the end. Part of Facebook's plan is to consolidate all their chat platforms is to provide one main layer of payment system that works across the board. There is a chance Libra will continue to hit roadblock after roadblock, but that's not going to stop Facebook Pay from using another currencies to gain adoption first. So on the... Still, yeah. still coming. <laughs> on a company... Oh, sorry, on a country level, mm-hmm. we, had, we are still having uh, an e-wallet war here going on between... <laughs> Touch and go, boost, Fave. Uh, grab pay. I think Fave is kind of losing traction already. Mm-hmm. Um, between these three, right? Um, and e- even on a global level, there will be another one as well because then we will we will see who is the one that will take it up. And I believe that the one that wins mm-hmm. will be the one that is able to work closely with every single central bank of every single country mm-hmm. because. I don't think the central banks are ready to let go of the control of their money yet. Mm, correct, yes. And then um, the security and privacy will need to be of paramount uh, uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And so Facebook will be leading this. Uh, but that doesn't mean that Facebook will do very well because <laughs> it's not really... Because of their scandal and then it's a third party. Yeah, no, it's a private company and therefore... Yeah, it's not really known for... <laughs> for its securities and trust. But I foresee Libra will have a bit of an issue because Libra itself is a currency mm-hmm. and Libra itself uh, is scary for central banks because it 
it means that their people will use Libra as a currency instead of their own currencies. Like for example, people here will use Libra instead of Ringgit Malaysia. Mm, okay. So that would be an issue. It's the rise of a new country. La, so yeah, the rise of a new currency. We did talk about this in depth before um, last year in 2019. Mm. But we see that Facebook Pay itself in, as a platform mm-hmm. should do quite well. It will. It might take off for brands, like companies, because they are... After all, a lot of people are already, it's, it's generic for people to use Facebook ads to, you know, run ads and everything really. So it's quite normal for them to use Facebook pay to even adopt to this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is one thing, I just don't understand why central bank don't come with their own wallet. You know? Because um, central banks are part of the government. Mm-hmm. And in most of the, in most parts of the world, central bank is, because it's part of the government, it's not allowed to come out with a competing e-wallet because that is the market that is done by the market mm-hmm. uh, capitalism side of things unless you are a communist country or a socialist country then you con- then you decide mm-hmm. like for example china passed the baton over to um to alibaba and said you know um you you build it okay like, like you you shall be the one that rises yes, you shall be the one yes so china <coughs> is a is a communist kind of country or mm-hmm. they come from a communist state so they are the ones who decide who makes it and who doesn't mm. who becomes big and who doesn't so to be honest people who say alibaba is good because they make it you know <laughs> um it's 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 a little bit of an overstatement because they were chosen by the government to lead it partially also network and luck yeah. i would say it, it, it's a lot to do with being at the same being at the right place at the right time mm-hmm. right, no? and meet, at the, meet the right people also <laughs> yeah and so um and so based on that one most of the governments are mo- mostly uh, a democratic country mm-hmm. so that means the state cannot create a platform mm-hmm. that um, governs the whole thing it needs to let the market control and then the winner will be the one that works closely with the government to make sure all the policies are done, all this kind of, you know. But why don't they just regulate like, okay, I only allow three or four e-wallet in a country? Cannot, because then you'll be stifling competition. Limiting it. You, yes, you'll be limiting competition. Like for okay. example, <clears throat> uh, the telco, telco industry in Malaysia has been suffering quite bad because there are only a few ISP owners. Mm-hmm, correct. And only after the government change in the recent years that they opened up the ISP up to more players mm. and the prices started to drop, the speed starts to increase because competition is, is working again. Before this, there was nearly no competition. And in terms of, let's say, from 5G, right? TM will essentially build the entire 5G network and we will go back to zero again <laughs> where TM controls everything. Okay. So this is something that shouldn't happen in Malaysia moving forward, but it keeps happening because we cannot shed this, um, this idea of, of um, you know, one person being the only big one. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we are going a lot into economics and we are going a lot into politics, which we which is not supposed to be what we're talking <laughs> okay. about today. But, but it does go into this kind of thing. So competition is good. The more players we have, the better it is. Okay. It can be a bit confusing at, at first, but when we have options and they are, they are fighting with each other, at the end of the day, the customers will win. Mm, the customer will get the most benefit. Yes, we'll get the most benefits. Okay. And the, more, uh, the less competitors we have, the, the less the customers will win. Mm, okay, okay, got it, got it. All right. 
So next up, Facebook Watch will get better mm-hmm. in the weeks. Uh, in last this week, Social Media Weekly, the um uh, few days ago, we talked about Facebook negotiating deals with music labels. Their plan is to bring copyrighted music into the platform, like what YouTube has been doing for a while now. When that goes through, we will be able to listen to music videos from Facebook as well, mm-hmm. which will put them in a very good position to compete with YouTube. Actually, even better because they do have that social element that YouTube does not have. Correct. Yes. You're able to watch <coughs> and share videos, watch and share MVs within Facebook itself, and um, th- that is gonna transform Facebook Watch. Yeah, because YouTube can only like, leave comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> all right. Third. More AR, cheaper VR. Honestly, we don't know why brands haven't included AR into their activation plans yet. AR filters is the new viral thing, and we hope 2020 we'll see them being put to good use. Who's <laughs> 2002? <laughs> Clothing and makeup brands can totally consider using AR filters. We could also start seeing the first commercially viable AR glasses hitting shelves this year as well. Facebook is pushing for their own, so perhaps Google can reignite their Google Glass initiative too. There was a time when developers did not know whether AR and VR will win the alternative reality race, but now it seems AR is the one. VR will also keep improving, albeit not as dramatically as AR. 2010, we will see more affordable VR headsets that will hit the gaming industry. Yay, yay, yay. Um, we have seen a lot of AR in the past two years, mm-hmm. but they have all been from the comfort of our mobile devices, that screen. Next year, this year, hopefully, we can see it in our glasses. Mm-hmm. The, first, the first ever rendition of um, heads-up display where our glasses will double as an AR projector, kind of like what Google Glass used to be. Google mm-hmm. Glass was actually, a very good, um, was actually a very good creation, but it was too many years too early. Mm. And I, I personally believe that Google should reignite the Google Glass initiative, um, mm-hmm. build a Google Glass 2, and then to compete with Facebook. Because now I think the world is a lot more... Um, acceptance towards accept- the AI and VR. Yeah, they can accept it a little bit more compared to before. True. Yeah. And uh, especially when now they are improving their Google Lens also. Yes. Yeah, so, the Google Lens looks quite quite amazing quite as well. Yeah, <laughs> quite amazing where you can... Uh, there is actually this uh, live view Google Maps where mm-hmm. you can actually turn on the camera while you're walking on Google Maps and it can show you how the road actually looks like from mm. your camera and it can project out the road to take and you just swipe left swipe right yeah, and then you just go it's amazing <laughs> I can like ooh Weihan's house <laughs> <laughs> hello Weihan <laughs> so uh, VR will also be be um, be moving forward but of course not as dramatically and as fast as AR because mm. VR headsets are actually frankly still quite expensive and VR headsets require a lot of power in mm-hmm. the sense that you cannot use it um, without it being connected to something at mm. all times. Okay. Yeah. And, and your environment needs to be controlled as well because you will knock on things if you can't see what you, you're... You have to be in, in one space. Yeah, you have to be in one space. <laughs> yeah, and but I believe gaming will be the place where VR will really thrive. Gaming and also movie, hopefully if movie... Yes. Mm. Uh, well, they did try movie, VR movies before. Have you watched before? I, I, don't, I don't know because... You cannot control the attention of the viewer. Uh-huh. So because of that, right, you don't know where the ghost is coming from. <laughs> oh my god. It's quite scary. Yeah, yeah so it does, does feel a bit weird. Unless, of course, 
you do like a VR version of a horror house, mm-hmm. yes, then correct. it's a different story, right? Then it's then it's more amazing. But if it's a movie where you sit down and you move your head around, <laughs> no, I, I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, like the director had to like plan here, plan there. Like yeah. half of the audience miss cue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then they miss this and they miss that and don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. private chats continue to rise. Social media week. Uh, social me- public social media is losing traction. Mm-hmm. Users are losing trust in companies and companies are not regaining that trust fast enough. So this means that um, privacy is an issue. And because Facebook and Instagram cannot back up and or are not interested to back up and improve their privacy fast enough, users are going into going to private chat rooms, mm-hmm. staying away from the public social media. And here comes Slack, Discord, WhatsApp, Telegram and Signal. Uh, this also spells bad news for brands who have been so heavily in face- invested in Facebook, Instagram, and a lot. Because when the attention goes away, mm-hmm. then all their investment will be in vain. Yep, and right. when the when attention goes into private chat rooms, it will be very difficult to, to tap go in. into the chat room, be a part of the chat room. So um, there will also be an increase in group video chats. So these chat platforms need to be able to support group videos if they want to stay ahead of the curve. And yeah, correct also like because now I see uh, even for Facebook page uh, it's just too much really. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I do we know is it working? Yeah, right from now? a from a from a brand perspective, right? From a from a practitioner and agency perspective, I don't know if Facebook brands Facebook page is something that that is viable anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean ads ads are still good, but ads are like pay to play like You know, the more money you pay, the more it's a money game. It is a money game. Uh, but when it comes to attention, it's a different story altogether. Yeah, correct. Because if, if for your site, right, how many people has actually had like uh, we call it uh, public page? No. A lot. No, don't yeah, have. Well, what? Like, I, like friends, bring your public page. They keep inviting you, inviting you. No, don't have at all. No. Oh, no have. one invites me to public page. There are a lot of people who invite you. To yeah, I was like, they're, 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 uh, like for Google's bring your family lah, this oh, really? la, that lah. I'm like, wow, there's just so many public page, and now I, yeah. I don't know whether. Can compete or not, you know, if you don't have the money. Yeah, and and the 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 visibility of pages is a lot it's less. So little, well. it's so little, right? And humans connect. Like for example, of all the one hundred posts that you see on Facebook, how many are actually from pages? Don't have exactly. I, I, almost none. Almost none. And those are from pages are probably the paid ones, but organic ones is so hard zero. to find. Literally zero. Exactly, and most of our attention now we have moved from like. 8 to 10 hours a day on Facebook and Instagram to more hours on chats mm. more than anything. Yep. So if the chats does not have an advertisement um, engine inside, then how are we supposed to get into the chats? It's very, very difficult now for brands. For business lah. Yeah. So maybe like the group admin, maybe ne- instead of, you know like we, we have influencer marketing, right? Probably we have group admin marketing. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Moderator marketing. Yeah, kind of thing. All right, fifth one. Return of email marketing. There was a time when we thought email were going to die and die a sad death. Spams were abundant and Monday inboxes were filled with noted with thanks replies of CC and BCC mails from the bosses. Now that companies are moving into enterprise chats like Slack, Teams and Workplace, 2020 will see email inboxes emptying up again. Here is a space that marketers need to take advantage of. So we did talk about 
private chat rooms coming back. Um, there is also a possibility that emails will return as well because if all the enterprise communication goes into chat rooms, then emails will open up and then email marketing will become a viable option again. We mm. did talk about this before as well. So um, it is time for brands to invest in collecting email addresses again and also collecting phone numbers again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, we take a break from this Tipsy VP for an ad. This episode of Tipsy VP is brought to you by Chop Tiang Bee Cafe at the heart of Malacca, Malaysia. Chop Tiang Bee serves authentic Nyonya and fusion cuisines and is located at Jonker Street, just five minutes walk from the famous Red Square and A Famosa in Malacca City. Their most iconic dishes include the curry laksa and nasi lemak. Also equally impressive are their range of homemade cakes like the carrot cake with use, which uses pineapples instead of raisins. And the Onde Onde Cheesecake, which is a must-try. Mm-hmm. I do hope that they can have both pineapple and raisins in the carrot cake because I love both of them. <laughs> if you are headed to Shop Tenbi this New Year or Chinese New Year, be sure to get a 10% off of your entire receipt with promo code CTB10. That is CTB10. Mm. Tell them you heard us, you heard of them from us at TipsyVP. Yep, yep, yeah. Right. Next one. Sixth, harder to target ads. It may be for the better, but it won't be good for marketeers. Social platforms are starting to clamp down on discriminatory advertisement targeting methods this year. It means that we will soon be seeing leads from irrelevant and spammy groups of people in our ads. Conversion rate will drop and client won't be happy at all. Yeah, like for example, Facebook is uh, just this, this just disallowed us from uh, asking for age mm-hmm. uh, on the lead forms. And a lot of them are in the US at least or some countries, which means that it will soon come to us. It doesn't mean that it's not our problem. It will also <laughs> be lagging. It's just lagging. So certain things like we cannot target certain zip codes or certain locations because they might think that we are um, discriminating against certain gender or certain age group or certain, uh, what is this called? Uh, people with Location. certain spending power. Mm-hmm. So... That means that conversion rate will drop. We will see more spams that will happen because a lot of our discriminatory um, advertisements, our attempt, our attempt was actually to reduce the spam rather than to focus on certain people only. So right. that will be a bit of an issue as well. But the good news for Southeast Asia or Asia is that almost every country will have their own language, which mm-hmm. means that it is still we are still able to target based on language. Mm, okay. We are still True. able to target ethnicity and uh, race and religion and everything based on language not fully targeted but we can narrow down mm. and filter away some yeah. of them like at least like at least like Papa Guini will talk Papa Guini language and yeah. it won't you know Chinese and it's totally yeah exactly so kind of well there will be Chinese in <coughs> Papua New Guinea but still it's a lot less right mm. so that, that kind of um, targeting will still happen mm. okay number seven LinkedIn on the rise. Hmm. LinkedIn has been doing well for itself in 2019. We foresee the trend not about to end in 2020. Microsoft has been pushing out a lot of valuable features for the professional networking platform. When the mass user base start to pick up on this, it's where brands need to be. Mm -hmm. So brands, if you're on Facebook page and if you're B2B, you need to move on to LinkedIn. It's time to go on to LinkedIn. 
Yes, you might complain and say that we're going to start all over again and everything, but that is how it works on social media. Yeah, correct. You just be. have to run away from attention to attention. Yes, that is how it works. I just read an article actually, right, just today. It says that LinkedIn, ever since it was acquired by Microsoft, Microsoft didn't do much to control what LinkedIn is doing. Okay. It just let the, let the them CEO, do what it's best. Yeah, it just let the CEO decide what it needs to do and move forward with it, which means that the thing that was preventing LinkedIn from moving forward and growing so fast was not um, ideas and skills and talents. It was funding. Mm, okay. Now right. with a lot more funding, they're able to launch things out faster. Mm. True. <laughs> and also, would you play LinkedIn more or would you play Facebook more? I'm actually, actually, for VP, we're on both. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually still a lot personally I'm a lot more on Instagram. Instagram, okay. Uh LinkedIn is a very corporate kind of place. Mm, but true. the there are not many people who engage with you on LinkedIn, but the people who engage with you on LinkedIn are more quality. Prominent, yes, more quality and prominent people. So it becomes like if you get like let's say a thousand views of for your video on Facebook compared to five views on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. those five views are the five that you actually want. Mm, okay. Makes sense. It matters a lot. It makes a lot of difference. True, true. Right. Now, number eight, TikTok will become relevant. Throughout the entire 2019, brand known brands know TikTok is a good platform to invest into, but nobody knows exactly how to do it. Most videos in there are quite senseless and uninformative. But there are also some little space for the occasional tips and tricks video. 2020, we will see the first brands finally figuring TikTok out and others following suit. Eventually, TikTok will lose its appeal among users because it will be flooded with brands, but that could be a few years away. In the meantime, get ready to jump into TikTok full swing. If you are a B2C company mm-hmm. on Facebook and Instagram, it's time to go into TikTok. Yes, it is still a bit of a hit and miss because nobody knows how TikTok actually works. Mm-hmm. And uh, the way it works is not that you can't, you can't just re- repurpose the same content from Facebook onto TikTok. You have to like change the way you look at things. But TikTok's reach is organic. TikTok's engagement is organic and it goes viral very easily. So if you want to, if if a brand is looking, is struggling with Facebook and they want to look for a place to go into, TikTok is the one. The downside, however, is TikTok is right now populated with people who are not, who have minimal to no spending power. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. They are young people. So means the future, future, the future people, yes, the future big spenders. So it, it it is a bit of an investment. You need to be there for the next five years or you know three to five years, depending on whether the the older crowd moves in TikTok or not, mm-hmm. or you know all these kind of too too many variables. But at the end of the day, <laughs> if if the age group, if there is no age group that comes in, you know you need to invest in in, in it for a few years before mm-hmm. it actually becomes viable to you. True. And also TikTok, you need to be you need to be very creative with music. Yeah. Very, yeah. very creative it's, How you how you play music. It's a different ball game together, really. It's so difficult. <laughs> it's just, just posting, but yeah, it's so difficult. <laughs> Number nine, 5G brings digital marketing offline. Mm-hmm. For the longest time, digital marketing has always been the alternative marketing method that goes on inside screens. Not anymore. The coming of 5G will bring about a massive transformation. And it's happening in 2020 onwards. Think AR billboards, hyper-targeted advertisement, 
try before you buy and more. Imagine this, right? I, I gave a talk to, uh, to a bunch of consultants in Phuket a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And I gave this imaginary future with 5G that when a person walks into a store, right? Your mobile device will ping the entrance beacon, mm-hmm. which will send information to a server halfway across the world which will collect all your information of what you last bought, what is your favorite color, okay. what do you like to buy, how much did you spend the last time, all these kind of things, right? To the store and specifically to the nearest salesperson. And that salesperson can see all your information and approach you, call you by name, and knows exactly what to sell you based on your interest. Without knowing you. <laughs> without knowing you. And then after you bought that thing, it registers into the system again, back to the server. And when you're looking at the new arrivals, new arrivals for more than 30 seconds in a certain section, they know what you're looking for and then the remarketing will start to work. So (laughs) digital marketing is no longer in the screens anymore. It will be everywhere we go. Outside the, outside the, you mean out of the store itself? Out out in the store, even in the real world. Like for example, if you wear that Google Glass, right, Mm -hmm. that will be launched maybe, maybe they, let's say for example, if they relaunch the Google Glass or if the Facebook version that will be launched this year, sometime this year, you walk around the street and then there will be an AR billboard that come out mm-hmm. and that is the exact same shirt that you <laughs> that you spent more, th- more than 30 seconds looking at just now. And then it appears there. It appears there. And, or let's say, for example, if you bought a pair of shoes and now they are selling you socks that will match with the color of your shoes. It's that kind of hyper-targeting that will be, work- that will be happening. Very, very scary. And this is consumerism. Yeah, and this is how marketing will work. And 5G will make it happen because the speed of connection will be so fast and so immediate. Mm-hmm. It will, this, this, is, this is the future that is happening. It's, it's a very minority report future it's happening. Mm-hmm. And if we were to be digital marketers who sit down and still look at posts and advertisements on Facebook, <laughs> we can't do that anymore. We need to think forward. Yeah, what, right. what will we become? Digital marketing will transform into marketing as a whole. Especially uh, AR billboards, right? Yeah. Like one billboard can show different kind of Exactly, know, like adds to people. When, when I'm walking people. with you and I see that same corner, I will see a different ad than the ad you see. Correct, yeah. Because I need different things and you need different things. It's it's that kind of hyper-targeting. I don't want to wear Google Glass anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's if scary. Everybody, if everybody is wearing it, there, you cannot not wear it. It's like having oh. a mobile phone. Remember the days when we don't have a mobile phone? Uh-huh. Mobile phone was an option. Oh. Yeah, I remember that the day, the, the time where my father don't want to allow my mom to have mobile phone. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's that kind of days, and now everybody has a mobile phone because it's it's the mandatory more you have. <laughs> okay. And the last one, rising ad costs leads marketers to focus on original content. Mm-hmm. There was a time when most social media ads were from smaller brands and startups. Right, those those days are gone. <laughs> In the last two years, there has been an increase in ads from big brands. Alcohol, automotive, Porsche fashion brands are entering social media ads market and they are bringing with them a ton of ads budget. More than we can afford. <laughs> so with the limited supply of ad space in a given day, price will definitely shoot up. It is already happening. Although we can start our bid at three ringgit per day on Facebook, three ringgit can buy us significantly less engagement, reach and impression than it used to a few years ago. We see this happening. Yep. This means most brands can no longer afford to pay for ads. In 2020, 
SMBs, small and medium businesses will need to refocus on creating original content in order to fight for attention. Mm-hmm. So original content here means that you brands can no longer just sell. We need to have content like a podcast mm-hmm. or a weekly show or a, you know, a personalized group chat. Oh yeah, a personalized group chat or an FAQ that happens all the time or a tips and tricks thing. So whatever it is, it, there has to be original content that you need to create every single, uh, on a regular basis in order to maintain the attention, branding attention. And we, can, and we need to extend our ROIs from just one post to how many sales rather than you know, all the way to, to a longer scale, month to month or a quarter to quarter or half year to half year. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I can really see that, especially like, like, like small, let's say small, medium businesses. The best metaphor I can see is like like Argo Naga's group chat, yeah. master group chat, yeah. where you share things and, you know, it's much more personalized. Yeah, it's much more personalized and you, you share the same passion. So whatever like goes in there, let's say, for example, in that group chat, right, someone goes in there and say, hey, I have a new brand of pedals to sell. Mm-hmm. The chance of selling is so is much, much higher because it's, it's a niche, right? Correct. All right. So let's sum up this week's weekly tipsy. It's quite a long one. Um, top 10 social media predictions for 2020. Number one, payments on the rise, mm-hmm. e-wallets and all that. Number two, Facebook watch will get better with the help of music labels. Number three, there will be more AR adoption and VR will see less adoption, but it will get cheaper. Mm-hmm. They will focus on gaming. Private chats will continue to rise thanks to public social media that cannot seem to handle privacy properly. <laughs> Number five, return of email marketing because private chats, uh, enterprise private chats are on the rise. Marketing emails will be less used. So email marketing will be a good thing to get back on. Mm-hmm. Number six, it will be harder to target ads thanks to all these um, anti-discriminatory policies. Number seven, LinkedIn will be on the rise. So if you're in B2B, focus on LinkedIn. TikTok will become relevant. If you're B2C, go for TikTok. 5G brings digital marketing offline. This is important because digital marketing or marketing as we call it now will need to transform, will evolve from creating ads on Facebook to actually doing a lot more. Mm -hmm. And number 10, rising ad costs will lead marketers to focus on original content because big companies are bringing all their dollars into Facebook and Instagram and Google. The only way to fight for to fight for attention as a small company is to create original content. <laughs> Alright, so that's all for this week. Third of um, Tipsy VP podcast is part of Social Media Weekly and is available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher and more. We post our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Tipsy VP episode 3rd January 2019. My name is Sean. And I'm JK. Au revoir. Bye